What up, Talking Fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up. It is Female Friday, and I have a special one for you today. We have a live guest in the green room waiting, guys. And who am I bringing today is Jasmine, the animal Artiga. I profiled her back a little while ago with Cedric. This super flyweight is ranked 3 out of 12 in the United States, 36 right now out of 163 in the world. And she is coming off of a wonderful unanimous decision win. And we are going to talk to her about this and what's coming up for 2023. So, you know what? We're gonna we're, we're not gonna wait anymore, guys. We're just gonna bring her in right now. We're gonna bring in Jasmine. Jasmine, Hi. welcome. How are How's you? It going? Good, I'm great. Good. I'm great. Thanks for taking the time out to come and talk to us today here at uh, Talk and Fight. It's gonna be a great little uh Great little talk, man. I know you love talk boxing. I love talking boxing. So we're definitely just going to get right into it. We got some fight clips that we're going to show the fans uh, of, you know, you doing what you do best. And that's that's laying people down and <laughs> and winning. So it, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, we're get right into Thank it. you for having me on. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know, I stumbled upon to you a little while ago. I've been watching your career, um, you know, over the last couple of years. And, and definitely um, you did get a late start into boxing. Let's uh, let's let's start there. Let's yeah, so I started boxing at the age of 21 years old. Um, I grew up in a boxing household. My dad boxed uh, when I was a kid, and I grew up watching boxing, but it was never, you know, fe uh, women's boxing was never something that was big growing up. So I, I dabbled in every other sport, uh, grew up playing um, circuit uh, USTA tennis, uh, did dancing, ballet, tap, jazz as a, as a child, and then uh, teenage years, got into tennis, played, uh, picked up basketball in high school, uh, started on the team, didn't know anything about basketball, but I was fast and could steal the ball. So, you know, they put me on and uh, played flag football. From flag football, I actually went into playing for the LFL. I don't know if you've heard of the Tampa Breeze. The Laundry Football League was on MTV. Yep. I did that right out of high school and did that for three years. But then I figured, you know, I wanted to, I wanted more out of sports. And um, we, I just kind of like fell into boxing. Uh, I sparred a girl and and my dad liked what he saw. And okay. from there we kind of like, he had, he actually texted me when I was I was working in the, um, at Carabas at a restaurant. And he told me, he's like, I can make you world champion. And one thing about my dad is he does not lie. He, he'll never, he'll never like blow smoke, you know? So I know if my dad's saying I could do something, this is something that I can do. And from day one, the goal was world titles. Uh, from right. day one, the day we started, it was never let's see what we could do in boxing. It was we're going to be a world champion, and this is and and we're just going to go from there. And that's how we started. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I, you know, you so so you didn't really have much of an amateur career, did you? No, I had ten amateur fights. Ten amateur. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I a lot of uh, most of my all my experience comes from sparring in the gyms. Since day one, since the day I started, I don't think I've ever missed sparring two times a week. Like wow. we spar twice a week, fight or no fight. Um, yeah, it's there's there's not it's nonstop. And 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 you spar you spar heavy heavier women too. I've I've heard you spar the one fifty fours, one sixty. Yeah, we we've sparred heavier women. Um, it's not something we like to do just because it's a different. You know, it's a it's a slower pace. It's right. you know it it just doesn't it doesn't. Um, our sparring, we like to do. We like to like mimic what I'm gonna see in the actual ring. So you'll never see me sparring somebody that's like five eleven. It doesn't right. make sense, you know. I'll never see that at one fifteen, one twelve. Right. So yeah, I've been in there. If it is with uh, women, it's bigger. Um, 
can never get the smaller ones in there with me and uh just <laughs> maybe maybe it's the power <laughs> it's just sparring but i always say like why not like sharp, iron sharpens iron you know but right. teach their own you know so what was so how did you eventually put these gloves on like did you have them on before you were 21 or was like 21 the time that you just i, I grew up hitting a heavy bag okay. um yeah okay. i used to go in the garage and hit a heavy bag and uh so maybe power was developed through just hitting a bag but actually like training and uh i started at 21. wow wow that's uh that, that's that's crazy <laughs> like what, yeah. a, what a late start to it um so your father was involved in boxing he, he was a pro boxer he was an amateur he never went pro he uh he actually went out to california and like the vegas area he did that for a few years um i believe he was with the goosens and um uh was like in there with like michael not sparring with michael nunn but he uh he trained alongside of michael nunn and um roger mayweather and those guys out there but you know he he came back to tampa and uh started a family right on uh, I, I truly believe in my heart if my dad uh he he was trained by jimmy williams that trained okay. antonio tucker um but i truly believe in my heart of the stories and stuff and and just you know know my dad i believe he would have been a great world champion if he would have followed through so that's 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 the goal he's got for you he sees it in you um he's he's your head trainer right now he's my yeah he's my only trainer only trainer excellent yeah. um so I, I i i was reading some articles you felt that your your career was kind of like starting to stale out there and you were kind of getting stuck until you met peter Kahn. can you can you explain that yeah definitely i was doing local shows and um you know there's only so far you can go uh when you know you've been my dad's been out of the boxing circles for years uh like over right. 20 years so you know he knew that we needed um you know i'm a i'm an elite fighter so we knew right. we couldn't get that job done in tampa so you know hooking up with peter khan has been the best thing for my career uh best manager in the game you know um i'm, I'm lucky to have him and and uh we're we're moving we're moving accordingly you know right Right. So what's uh what so what's the end goal? Like what, what's the goal for this year? Like how many times do you do you want to fight? How many times do you think you're gonna fight? Uh by the end of the year, I definitely want the I want the WBA title. Uh we were promised a mandatory for it. So uh it's just a matter of do we take uh I believe the girl may be lined up to fight in August or so, July or August. So um give me one second. So um we're looking at I, I want to fight before then. I don't want to wait till September to fight. So maybe a tune-up fight or you know something uh, to stay fresh uh, before before the end of the year. But definitely by the end of the year, we want that WBA title in our hands, and we will have it in our hands. <laughs> yes, and I love that confidence. Not to mention, not to mention, I will be the only world champion out of Tampa, Florida. Actually, the Tampa area. You know, St. Pete. All that to me that doesn't count. Tampa. I'm a native Tampa. The world the world title belt will be here in Tampa, along with all the other ones down the line. I love, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so, do, do you find it? Do you find it hard to find competition at this point, or, or you find it? Do you find it hard to find fights? Or, um, I don't, that's not my job to do. Um, right. But since working with Peter, everything's gone so smooth. So, Excellent. you know, um, what he says goes between him and my dad. Uh, they're a tight team. Uh, they work great together and. You know, I focus a lot on the training. I try not to get too involved with, with the management type of stuff and what they got going on behind closed doors. Right. Um, 
you know, so they like to keep my mind straight on, strictly on training. So I do my part, they do their part. Right. Um, so you also, in, in your spare time, you also, uh, you, you do classes for kids and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I run a woman's uh, fitness boot camp. I do fitness programs. Uh, my kids' um, boxing clinics are probably the biggest or to me the most important. Um, that's my That's my thing with boxing is I believe my purpose in boxing is a lot bigger than just, you know, stepping in that ring and it's all about purpose. Uh, I believe living for purpose and being an impact on the youth because they are our future. So even after boxing, you know, one of my main things is to just, I just want to be an impact on, on, on the kids. Cause they need, they need a, an influence, especially in this crazy world, you know? Right. Um, what, what do you think the biggest challenge is that you face today in boxing? Not only just as like in boxing, cause it's a very political game, but as a woman, what, what are some of the biggest obstacles that you face so far? Um, I try not to focus on obstacles, to be honest, like I'm loving the journey. Okay. So like, I know, I know there's a big thing with like, you know, the women's pay and all that kind of stuff and uh, getting the exposure, but I've never really had a, I, I don't care about the pay. I don't care about the money. If, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, like I said, I feel like my purpose is much bigger than right. boxing in itself. Um, but I couldn't, I don't know. I really, I'm loving what I'm doing right now. You know, like I'm yeah. loving every step of the way. I love, I love sparring. I love the hard days. I don't know. I, I never really stopped to think of what <laughs> no, the challenges are. Right. You know, I, I get to spend my journey with my dad, my brothers in my corner. You know, like I'm just, I, I love every single day that I'm training. Yeah. yeah, I guess, you know, I guess when you have family tightly, you know, like tight knit family in the corner there and, you know, they're part of your team that can kind of keep you on that straight and narrow and guide you through all the bullshit that, you know, happens in this yeah. boxing league to, you know, not only to like women, but, you know, there's a, there's a ton of boxers out there that really just, you know, they get the shit under the stick sometimes and politics get in the way. And it's, it's, it's sad to see, but I'm glad that, uh, you know, it's working out for you. And, uh, you know, you got the proper people in your corner and now the great manager behind you pushing you and, uh, you know, taking you to that next level. Um, what, uh, run us through a day in, in, in training, like uh, prepping for a fight. What's, what's, what's your camp look like? How long does it go? When do you start your day? When do you end it? So I, every morning, whether I'm in camp or not, um, I wake up every morning, I do four to five miles. Um, that's how I start my mornings. And then from there, midday, me and dad will hit like technical work in the gym. We do that about four times a week. Um, I spar, like I said, twice a week. When I'm in camp, we up the sparring as rounds. We up the sparring, we add Saturdays. Um, so we do three times a week instead of two times a week. We add sprints into, into our running uh, at least twice a week with sprints and Sprints aren't fun. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you. I no. Was ask you what, what's the part? Of, what's the part of training you don't like? The, okay, funny. I was actually talking about this with Dad yesterday. Um, if I could take one thing away from training that you told me I don't ever have to do, you're gonna laugh. It's like probably the jump roping. I hate jump roping. <laughs> I really hate jump roping. Like if you could just take that and throw it away, like I definitely. Would. But I jump rope 20 to 30 minutes, so maybe that's why. Yeah, probably workout. <laughs> it's you know what jumping rope is such an amazing workout though. People don't understand like how how key it is to like your boxing fundamentals. Like you know, day one in the gym, it's like here's your rope. Learn yeah. how to do that. Learn how to yeah, do that. It's not easy. When I tell you when I first started jump roping, oh I my looked God. like an idiot. You gotta I leave like me in the garage, <laughs> and I'd step on that rope. I would step on that rope literally like every 
three steps. I would get yeah. so frustrated, but now I get frustrated because it's like, I, I can go 20 minutes and not even step on it. Like when does it stop? You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, it doesn't, it's not challenging. Like anymore. you're never happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can never win with jump roping. That's just what it is. No. no, it's, it's, it's an endless game that you never win. That's what it is. Um, so for, for anybody out there that doesn't really know who you are, which fight would you say out of your 10 wins right now uh, best represents who you are as a fighter? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I want to go with none of them because none of them and all of them because I feel okay. like for each fight, everything is a blueprint. So I never fight each fighter the same. Um, my last fight, you saw the, the little animal in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before that, you saw the technical because I had to fight right. uh, a come forward fighter. So I, I set traps for her, uh, planted, throw through two or three punches, got out of the way. So you saw me uh, more uh, tactical. Um, right. So I don't know, kind of every every fight plays out different and you see a different side of me, which is which is the part I love the most because I feel like you haven't seen everything. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. all together in one. So like when I can fight somebody and and then all of it gets to come out because I have to like switch something or, you know, like I think that might be my best performance. But yeah, the last fight, I was a little more aggressive. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I was hometown, definitely. so I was trying to put a show on. Uh, the fight before that, like I said, a little more technical. Randy, um, that I just kind of smashed that. I was yeah. <laughs> we talked a lot of this so like yeah, right? that was big right. animal that was big yeah. animal awesome you have a lot of styles you're obviously evolving every fight you're getting better you know and that usually happens when you, you don't have such so much of an amateur career uh you know and you do you're getting better with every fight we can see that you know the, the ring I, the ring iq is starting to match you know the skill set which which is in turn, you know, it's, it's going to make for a great world champion. Definitely. Thank you. Um, that being said, what do you think it is that you possess that uh, helps you be successful in the ring? My athletic ability. I don't think there is one female in boxing that is as athletic as me. And I'm not right. talking just in my division. Right. I can, I can literally play any sport and probably, I think if I picked up any sport and spent because I'm not gonna say I was pick up sport and be great at it because let's be real, you can't microwave an elite athlete, no matter no. how athletic you are. I believe if I picked up any sport and you gave me 10 years, I could be elite in any sport I picked. Well, uh, you did You did flag football, like. Yeah, yeah, and then I played pro, um, you know, tackle and all that. So, yeah. and that was just a few years, but like I said, like there, I, I don't believe, even with like fighters that like you say like, you see they don't have much experience or much time and like you're like oh they're they're gonna be great it's really hard to tell because it takes ten thousand hours to be great in yeah. anything yeah. so i would say athletic ability and um probably my mindset i'm a very um calm cool collective i stay i stay to myself i don't i don't mind um everything that's not doesn't have to do with my but i don't let things get under my skin right. you know what i mean so i think my mindset is very um I guess strong. very solid, strong. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm never, I'm never paying attention to anything else but like what I'm doing. Right. I'm not, I'm not really worried about anything else, but you know, what is Jasmine doing? What am I doing today to get better for myself and for the the impact that I want to leave behind, the legacy I want to leave behind. You know what I mean? Right. 
So, okay, let me ask you this. What what do you want to leave behind when, when you're ready to retire and hang it up? Uh, what's the legacy you want to leave behind? I want an everlasting impact on people. Uh, I don't want to be one of these girls that like, okay, they, they get up there, they look, they, they show their, you know, everything on TV and they're a flash in the pan. I don't want to be this mean, like, like I want to be a genuine, you know, Jasmine wanted glory. Uh, she is disciplined. She is um, humble. Um, I don't want to be, I guess, uh, I just don't want to be a personality, you know, because right. these personalities, they come and they go. And that's not something I, I, I want. I don't want to be forgotten. Like, let's be real. Like Ronda Rousey, she was great. She opened a lot of doors, but yeah, like, but it's like now you're saying, and you and you you talk about Ronda Rousey. You're like, oh, do you remember Ronda Rousey? Yeah. You know, like I want to be a, a name that you never forget. Yeah. If that makes yeah. you know. Yeah. What no. I mean? No. Yo, you wanna you wanna you wanna ink your mark in 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 the history books so that you're always talked about. You know, and, like and, in every way, like, yeah. and not just not just Jasmine's aggressive in the ring. Jasmine's an animal in the ring. I want to leave an impact outside of the ring as well. Like, like pure humanitarian. Like, she, yeah, she, she, you can just go up to her and talk to her. She's humble. You know, like that's, that's the legacy I want to leave behind that. I don't, you don't have to be this mean, you don't have to be this certain person to be a boxer. You know, it's just a sport. Like right. you don't have to be this tough person to be a boxer. What do you think the biggest challenge uh, is that women are facing today in boxing? Um, I guess like just getting the respect, right? getting the respect from people that are like, oh, uh, women shouldn't be hitting each other in the face and this, that, and the other. And it's like, if you, if you watch the women, the, if you watch this fight and it's, it's, I feel like it's taken a turn though. Like with, you know, your Michaela Mayer and Alicia Baumgartner fight, yeah. uh, your Clarissa Shields and, and um, Savannah Marshall, like, it's like, whoa, these girls are coming and they're coming to fight. And, uh, you know, from opening bell. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna say it right now, man. A lot of these women fights have been way more exciting to watch. It's like there's no there's no quit. There's no, no. like there's no quit. It's always exciting. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are gunning for like the the three minute rounds, but I personally like the two minute because I feel like it brings a quicker pace. Right. Like you got to get the job done. And and let's be real. If you have knockout power, you can do it in two minutes. Exactly. 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 I mean, look which, at Amanda Serrano. Which you have. You have big right. knockouts. Look at Amanda Serrano's record. She's got 40 some fights and 30, yep. 30 knockouts. Yeah. So it's like if you have the power, you're gonna put them to sleep. You're gonna exactly. put them down. You know what I mean? Yeah. What um so <clears throat> do you want to be loved or do you want to be feared? Probably both. Okay. Okay. All right. I so, want to be feared by my opponents, but I want to be yeah, loved by the world. Love by the fans. Okay. I love it. Love the answer. How, how did how did you get the nickname the animal? Have you seen me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 I have. Yes, I have. And shortly, we're going to show a clip of you putting some people on their ass. So. Uh, you know what? It the animal probably like. It was it was something given to me through like sparring and stuff and, and and the amateurs like people would say oh she's a beast she's an animal but then i took it and i was like i wanted more meaning and i just think animals can be so diverse like animals can be beautiful they can be aggressive they can be sleek they can be fast they can be smart uh like animals it, it, i'm not limited to like let me be one animal like i'm a lion you like you, think, you can adapt you can adapt, can adapt very well there you go that's it that's, that's it. it 
I, you can adapt very well, and you know you have many different styles of fighting. What, what what's your style of fighting that you like the most? That that come forward aggressiveness, or do you like fighting off the back foot more? What's uh, what's more your like? Where are you more comfortable at? Probably uh, being a boxer puncher, being okay. able to showcase my boxing skills. But um, you know, each each shot, I will say, you know, I'm not. You'll see, I'm not a, a great volume puncher. I, I don't I don't like to waste punches. Right. Um, probably being an aggressor. Always being aggressive, but my counter is mean. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Um, it's hard when you have so much to choose from. You know what I mean? Like, it, like, yeah, yeah. It is. I it's like, I, 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 firm, like, I just believe, like, I don't know how fighters can just have one style and be okay with that. Right. I don't know. Like, how can you just be like a a brawler, or or, or how can you just be? A, a a swift boxer like why wouldn't you want to be everything and learn everything or maybe you can't maybe you're not capable i don't know right i, I feel i feel the minute that you stop learning it's over for you right oh, like definitely. You, yeah definitely. The, the, the minute the minute that you go into the gym and you believe that you know you have nothing left to learn you know that's 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 where your career is going to take a downward spiral and you know it's going to be over quickly because you know you got to be you got to be open-minded you got to be ever evolving the game is ever changing you know, training is ever changing. Your athlete standing on the ring on the other side is ever changing. It's all, it's all evolving. Uh, what, uh, what, what's your favorite part about training? My favorite sparring. 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 <laughs> I knew it. I had this conversation yesterday too. Sparring. I love sparring. Like, if you told me, oh, you can't, you're not gonna spar today because whatever, whatever. Like, I'd be like, I love sparring. Awesome. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna bring one of these clips on. Uh, yeah. This one, this one, I'm pretty sure is the one you drop in, um, dropping her on her ass. Uh, that's <laughs> off your last, <laughs> your last fight. Which one? Uh, which, the fourth round or the seventh round? Oh, oh, we'll see in a minute. We'll see in a minute. We'll let, we'll let it play, and uh, and and we'll go from there. Oh, here it is. <sighs> oh yeah. Yeah, that 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 was a big, that was a big, big shot. That was she was a good fighter, though. Yeah, let's uh, let, let's talk about that fight. So actually, Sante is a good fighter. She gives she gives anybody a hard time in there. She uh she has very good skills. She has very good head movement. She's she wasn't a, a sitting target to hit. Um, she grew a lot from her last fight. Um, you know, obviously, I wanted to put her down for good for good. Uh, I don't you know, but she she was tough. She was she was a good out. She was she's a good test for anybody. So that shot, uh, um, run us up to like that point of the fight. How was it going just before that shot? What, what um, was the mindset? Yeah, so it kind of we knew we knew we were gonna put her down because she squares up. So in right. camp we practice that a lot. As soon as we see that she she makes that square move and she brings her back foot over, boom, uh, hit her in the chest was the the goal. You know, clip her right there and. Uh, we're gonna put her down. So it was that. That was actually planned. Uh, we okay. knew that was gonna happen. Um, I believe my dad even told my brother, "Watch, Jasmine's gonna Jasmine's gonna catch her twice and and put her down twice in this fight," which is crazy, because he like predicted it. So yeah, I knew as soon as I see her square up, boom, uh, go for that chin. Aim at the chest. But she did have good head movement, but it, it caught her right on the chin. It caught her oh, right, right on, on the button. Right on the both button. Times, the same. The same punch both times. One, I believe. Uh, I, I, um, started it with a hook and then she, she went back and then I saw her square. Boom. That's when I heard her. I think the first one, 
was set up with a jab and then moments later it was that one shot so we got some we got some people here in the uh in the comments um have you ever sparred with anybody famous famous i've sparred with um melissa odessa i've sparred with tiara brown uh great sparring both both great actually sparring. tiara brown uh me and her you know we, we chop it up all the time oh, she's I, awesome I talk, yeah she's a she's a great a great role model for women in boxing you know she also is. also a police officer police officer that's right. awesome that's amazing that's a full-time job right there on top yeah. of boxing she's, uh, she's dedicated she's definitely dedicated i i believe she's she's very avoided oh she's most definitely avoided. most yeah. definitely she's a she's 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 one of those top girls um and you know it's sad when you get when you get fighters that are avoided like look at gary russell like come on such talent he's great and it's like nobody wants to fight him he's no. fast i know i know He's so he's so quick. His highlights are just you know it's it's swift, man. Swift execution of of, of great of great boxing skills, man. And but you know with Tara, um, you know I know it's probably frustrating, but I believe she's gonna get her chance. She's gonna get her opportunity, and I and I know she's gonna make the best of it. She's she's gonna she's gonna show out. Uh, she's got to be patient, and you know she's a she's a smart woman. Right. She's and she's disciplined and 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 uh, driven. So I, I believe she'll get her she'll get her chance. I, be, I believe so too. I've been I've been yeah. pumping her for you know years as well, pushing, getting behind her. I get behind all these women here, and I push you guys out on this show. Yes, thank you, because I, I believe that like you guys need to be out there. People need to see what you guys are doing because you know in 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 these like small areas around the United States and the world, there's all these women just like you who like got super amounts of talent that should be like imagine imagine in the future when these girls are it's okay to box and they're starting at eight and nine years old imagine right. the talent then it's gonna be right. crazy it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible it's gonna be incredible and uh you know we're on the verge of just calling it boxing you know they're, they're eventually they're eventually gonna take that women out of the title and it's just gonna be boxing you know you guys women are already heading up their own cards they're making leaps and bounds over in you know the middle east uh with you know dubai and all sorts of things uk is phenomenal uh, UK is huge for women's boxing. I know that they definitely get behind and support their women uh, a ton. What, uh, what what do you think the United States needs to do to get behind to get behind their fighters, their females? Uh, put us on the big shows like Eddie Hearn is headlining, you know, big big cards and doing all all female cards. Um, I believe we. I mean, we could do it in the U.S. Why not? Right. Um, are you? We have another question. Are you familiar with Creator Clash in Tampa? No, I'm not. Okay, Creator Clash was uh, a bunch of these uh, YouTuber guys okay. uh, putting together this uh, this kind of tournament uh, to raise money for charity, and uh, a bunch of them got together, raised a whole bunch of money. Uh, there was over a billion followers uh, collective wow. uh, between all these guys. What what do you think? What do you think this whole new YouTube style is doing for boxing? Do you think it's doing harm, or do you think it's doing it good by introducing boxing to a younger generation that might not have been turned on to boxing? I think it's good that it's bringing eyes to boxing. I think it's bad because it's it's making boxing look like it's easier than what it is, and it's it's not. It's not two percent of the world can actually get in there and do it. So, right. like when you get guy when you get guys fighting each other that both of them can't fight, that's not boxing. Like, right. you know, there's there's people that are dedicating their lives to this sport, and you could they wouldn't even dare step foot in those gyms with those with those fighters. So it's like. It's it's almost like a fake. It's giving a, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the YouTube. 
Uh, I was asked a question about Jake Paul um, in my last interview. And um, I think he's he's great for bringing the eyes of boxing. I love right. what he's doing. And what I love most about Jake is that he's he's trying to amp up the women. Yeah. That he took money out of his purse and gave it to Amanda Serrano. He's creating opportunities for Amanda Serrano, which is so much deserving of it. But um, like I like I pointed out, I don't like that he he tries to um, you know say like don't bully like that he was bullied and, and don't bully and he tries to advocate for for bullied kids but then he goes and bullies every person he fights yeah. and like to the point where he's harassing them online and it's like that's not that's not giving the kids something to look up to like like what you did with youtube and how you grew your base is something to give the kids to look up to but when you're sitting here like like trashing your opponent and just mm -hmm. being disrespectful like to me that's not that's not something the kids need to see it's just it's it's right i don't know I'm not a fan of it. So who do you got, Tommy Fury or Jake Paul then? I'm going to say Tommy Fury edges it. Okay. Um, and I, I believe it's a 50-50 fight, though. I uh, you know, fight. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. For Jake Paul being a boxer, I'm not there. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not at that point. You know, anybody can go buy themselves a license. But can he box? Sure. Because money will get you the training that you want. He's got an unlimited bank account. He can hire the right trainers, put the right people in his corner. He is learning as he go as he goes. Yeah, he's learning on the job, but he's yeah. a green fighter. He's a very green fighter. So yeah. he gets in there with a boy that has 50, 60 amateur fights. They beat him, yeah. even less than that. Um, he's fighting not boxers. Uh, he's growing, uh, yeah. but he's dedicating himself uh, that we see. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't know. It's 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 all weird. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I think Tommy Ferry edges him just because I know Tommy Ferry is going to go in there with a game plan because of his trainer being his dad and oh, and his brother. Man. Like you know they're yeah. going in there with with more of a plan. So I believe uh, that plan is what's going to make the difference in the fight. Right. Um, right. When it comes to like well, he's, 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 got, he's, got big, he's got a lot of pressure on his back too. We gotta we gotta remember that. Like Tommy Tommy can't can't lose this one. Like no no you know this is this is what. <laughs> Right, we've but, been waiting. but everybody in the boxing world that knows, they know Tommy isn't one of those elite. He's not an elite fighter. He's I know, a green, I know, he's a green I know. pro. Right. You know what I mean? He, he's a green he pro a with a few fights. So, yeah, yeah I don't know much uh, about his amateur career though. So, I, I honestly, I his, his popularity was from reality TV. Really? Yeah, I don't know much about his amateur. I, I think it's a 50-50 fight. I think Tommy edges it unless he gets paid off. But I don't think that family would take money. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't no, know. Um, they come from a strong bloodline of, of fight. Of a bare knuckle brawlers, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's, um, the, yep. You know, John Fury, John Fury was the king of the bare knuckles. So. Gypsies, right? They, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't and, think they uh, would take the dive. On, honestly, I don't think Big John Fury would uh, allow Tommy to be part of the family Heck anymore. No. To lose the <laughs> no. Definitely not. He goes way too big. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, with Jake Paul, honestly, fighter, e promoter, I think he's doing wonderful things. Yeah, you know, great, great promoter. Shadija Green, great signing. You know, Amanda Serrano put a million in her bank account. You yes. know, uh, Ashton Sylvie, another up and coming guy. Um, I think he's going to solidify himself in boxing more as a promoter than he will himself as a fighter because he's never. As he yeah, as, as he should. As he should. Once he gets in there, if he ever does get in there with a real boxer show shows over 
you know, yeah. shows up. Yeah, yeah, we 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 know that's gonna happen. <laughs> that's probably not gonna happen. He'll probably um, say he'll probably come up with I'm retired. Like what is retired? <laughs> it's like I go to the gym and the guys they'll, they'll be like, Yeah, I used to box. I'm like, you used yeah. to box. You can't consider yourself a boxer. You've not been in that ring over 400 times in sparring. You know what I mean? Like you're not right. a boxer. I just right. that's how I feel about it. It's hours, man. Hours make you the boxer. I'm telling you, 10,000 hours. It's like this is how I compare it. Um, even with my career, it's like when you turn pro, it's like getting not even when you turn pro, but eight, eight to 10 years, right? You've been in the game for eight to 10 years. At that point, you're going through all your schooling. It's like becoming a doctor. Then 10 years, you become a doctor. You went through all that schooling, you know all that. And then you get somebody like, like to me, Jake Paul is like a nurse. So you can, yeah. you have this terminology <laughs> that right? you can use with the doctors, but you're not the surgeon, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you get your 10 years of, of learning and becoming a doctor. Now as a pro where, where I'm at, I've been in the game for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, I'm a surgeon, but now you get the experience of how many surgeries have you done? So right. now how comfortable are you in that ring? How, how, how comfortable are you in that, in that heart surgery versus somebody that has their first heart surgery or yeah. somebody who has their hundredth heart surgery. Right. So now that's, I'm, that's where I'm at. You know, now we're each search, each surgery makes us calmer, makes us better, makes us more experienced, makes us more, more elite. And that's kind of that's kind of how I that's kind of how I see the boxing world the same the same in any field it doesn't even have to be a doctor or a boxer or in any field of work uh, an artist anything you know you just you aren't born with ring IQ sorry no 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 you're not born with with ring IQ so I always told myself when my my ring IQ and my skill can match my athleticism is game over for everybody oh, yeah. in my oh, yeah. division you know what I mean definitely you have you have no trouble going rounds for sure right like no, you, no, no, you, you can go rounds all day like you you must have a gas tank on you that just doesn't quit because uh, yeah you know yeah but see that comes from sparring and conditioning and being comfortable like for instance you can get a fighter that's running that's that's has very little amateur um you know experience and they're running every day and then they get in that ring and this is where a trainer that's never been in the ring and a trainer that that's been in the ring is a difference. And why I feel like if you've never really been in the ring, how can you train? How can you teach somebody and know what they're feeling? So you you're running, you're doing all this this road work and then you get in that ring and you're gassed in three rounds and you're saying, but how if I've done all this road work? It's not your it's not your conditioning. Right. It's your nerves. Yeah, it's your nerves. You're not used to it. It's, you're you're in uh, unknown territory. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it, it comes in time, like learning how to relax. And that's why you start when you're a pro, you start with four rounds. Then right. you get your few fights where you're four rounds and you go to six rounds and then you gradually go to eight rounds. And then finally you can get to 10 rounds and then 12 rounds. Yeah. Well, 10 for us, but you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah get that work done shorter. Right. You don't yeah. work overtime. What, um, what, what do you believe to be uh, one of your weaknesses right now? And what do you currently do to improve it? Drinking cherry coke, <laughs> <laughs> eating fast food. Okay, okay. So, eating fast, so food. fast food, which I'm being good right now. You see me? What's that? Is that coconut water? No, it's green tea. Diet. Oh, green tea. Yeah, I thought it was some coconut water. Okay, green tea is a good one. So, so fast food. You love the fast food, eh? I love fast food. I oh. eat it. 
three times but, a day. But, but you're shredded. So how many push-ups do you have to do to like work off a burger? It's honestly probably it's gen it's genetics. It's genetics yeah. and running. It's running yeah. and genetics. Like, come on, I've been running even before boxing. When I was 17 years old, I was in the gym. So yeah, so you, like you've you've been you've been living in that gym since you were since you were an adolescent. Yeah. Definitely. That that that's awesome. Uh, when 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 do you think you're gonna be uh, back in the ring? When when's the next fight? When are you? Playing? I'm hoping uh sometime like late spring. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, we should be getting fight news soon. So once I get that, you know, I'll drop it and uh, Excellent. definitely something, definitely something before summer, if not Excellent. in the summer, spring, around that time. Uh, name on the hit list right now. Who uh, who would you fight? Who, who would you like to pick off the list right now? I want the WBA belt, so I'm gonna go with Clara Laclara, or I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She's from Argentina. She's holding the WBA. That's what I want. I don't really go based off of names, like I told you. Um, I don't. I don't fight off emotions. I don't. I don't get tied up in this. Who likes who and who's talking about who? I don't care. I don't care who the girl is. If you got the belt, that's who I want. Okay, I love it. I love it. Um, what's um? <clears throat> sorry. What um? So the end game. It's going to be world champion. Are we going to see? Are we going to see it by the end of the year? Is that what you're hoping? Yes. Yes. Definitely one belt by the end of the year. And then I'm going for WBC next, whatever's next from that. And whoever's holding it at that time, you know, only time can tell. Um, and then from collecting all the belts, defending all the belts, you know, my favorite, my all-time favorite fighter is. Okay, let's hear it. Marvin Hagler. So Yo! We loved, I loved how he, he defended the belts, uh, was it 12 times? Um, you know, he, he got the belts, he kept the belts. Took him a long time to get there. Yes, it did. Or avoiding him, uh, yep. forty some fights, I believe. But um, what was it? A, a a draw on on his first attempt. Yeah, uh, that's not going to happen. But I like the fact that you know he was avoided. He was humble. He's not. Uh, he's soft spoken, but um, no nonsense. Right. He, from inside of the ring to outside of the ring, he's my all time favorite fighter. You know, I, I work closely with his son. Uh, James Hagler, yeah, and um, we were we were talking, and he was telling a story about his dad and 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 when he does his road work, and mm -hmm. uh, he runs he run fifteen miles, not ten, oh, wow. and they asked why he would run fifteen miles, because when you get to ten, it's all mental, you still got another five to go. That's why that man was so dangerous in that ring because he could, he was unstoppable mentally, which made him unstoppable in the ring. You know, he was he was challenging himself every time he got on that road. And, uh, you know, it's 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 all here. A lot of it is here, which a lot of people don't understand. You know, anybody can get in there and throw their fists, but it takes a real smart person to, you know, work their way around that ring and come up with that victory. It's not everybody can do it. Like you said, no, you no, know, everybody can. I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised with all the sports that you played. You jumped into it so late. And honestly, you're 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 developing so fast and so quick and it's got to be because of the athleticism that you have definitely yes and the brains behind my camp my dad is not only a, a trainer he's a teacher when i right. tell you my father day in and day out it, it drives my mom nuts he's on this computer looking at fights looking at so he can go back in time and tell historically tell you if i'm fighting a girl he can literally be like well, this matchup is like this matchup in the past. Come on, history repeats itself. Uh, this fighter won beat this fighter because of 
this this style and styles make fights. So he'd yeah. go back into his memory bank and all the fights he's watched and up close and personal too. You've seen these fights live and he can literally dissect every fight. So a, a big strength of mine is my corner, is, is the knowledge that I have. Like when you have a, a trainer or a teacher that can tell you how to beat somebody easy and not make it hard. And if you can go in there and um, execute that, you know, like yeah. it, it makes all the difference in the world. Now you, he could tell me, and if I don't follow his direction, then that's on me. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, I believe having a, uh, having a solid corner that knows what they're talking about is huge. Yeah. It's somebody yeah. you trust yes. because you have to trust that they're telling you the right thing. And cause that's the only way you're going to do it yourself. If, right. if you get fighters all the time that their corner says something, they go out there, they don't do what the, cause they trust themselves more than the corner. Prime example, Anthony Joshua in the first fight against Usyk. He didn't listen to his corner at all. They kept telling him, and then he would go out there and revert back to the same crap that he was doing the round before. I heard he does that. I heard I saw it somewhere. Was it when he uh, when he uh, was going to train with uh, Robert Garcia, yeah. and he wants to do what he wants to do? Like I get it, man. You made a lot of money, and you're making a lot of money. But like, what got you there? You have to remember what got you there. Yeah, being hungry, like uh, starving, and 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 wanting to make it big for whatever reason it is you gotta you gotta go back to what your why was but when you lose that it's you hard know, to get it back yeah you have that problem with fighters that just can't remain humble after achieving this success look at right. tfima lopez like come on <laughs> i don't even know what to say about that one yeah it's true uh one of our uh one of our viewers uh wants to know would three minute rounds make your fights different Maybe they, I mean, they might go, they might go to sleep quicker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. They might get knocked out in the third instead of the fifth, right? Probably. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. Um, you know, we're not going to keep it too much longer. Just going to ask you one more question. Um, what, what advice would you give to young upcoming women right now who are looking to become pugilists? And follow in your footsteps what, what kind of advice could you give them right now the number one thing is be patient be patient and just trust the process i know it sounds so cliche and corny but all your great successful people say the same thing you have to be patient wake up every day love what you do the day you the morning you wake up and you don't love what you do you probably won't be successful at it so okay. just just Stay patient and and enjoy enjoy the journey. It's fun, you know. Even the bad times, even the even the days you don't feel like training. It's like when you when you finish and you're like, okay. Which I can tell you, I, I there's not often that I say I don't feel like training because I do love what I do. Or like like even my work, training kids and training women. Like I love doing that, so I don't work a day in my life. I really don't. Right. And right. it was probably the best decision I've ever did was to you know quit working a, a regular job and taking orders from somebody and do my own thing. Because to me, it's um, greatness isn't what you have, but it's what you give. Right. And there's so many fighters that are out there and they, they have all this knowledge, but they're not doing nothing with it, but keeping it to themselves. How can you right. do that? You have all this knowledge and you're just, you're, 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 let me get to the top. Let me know, like, give it back, give it back, right. give it to somebody that needs it. Boxing has saved so many lives. 
you know, yes. it's a, it's yes, a it beautiful for that. It's, it saves lives. So why not give it back to, to the kids, you know, or yep. women or anybody or, or a, a young guy that needs guidance. So definitely, would, um, definitely. I love it. Um, one of, one of our viewers uh, loves your shirt, destruction and destroy equals dad. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. <laughs> I, I just caught it too. I caught it myself. I thought it was pretty cute, but uh, yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, Jasmine, I'm not going to keep you too much longer. Thank you for coming in today. No, um, definitely. Please, please let all the viewers know where they can find you, find your social media, what your handles are. Yes. My main, uh, I'm most active on Instagram. So you find find me um, at animal.boxing. Keep it real simple. On Facebook, I have two separate pages. I have my, you could just Google my name, Jasmine Artiga on Facebook and I pop up. I think it's the animal fan page. Okay. And then also my personal page is Jazz, J-A-Z, and then A-R-T. I kept it short. I just shortened both my first and last name. Uh, easy. I, you probably find me typing in both, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thank you, Jasmine. It's been a pleasure. Just uh, stick around and we'll sign off and then I'll talk to you afterwards. Uh, to all the Talk and Fight fans, thanks for tuning in to today's special episode, Female Friday, with our girl, man, Jasmine, the animal, Artiga. Wow. Great. Thank you guys for all the comments that you've dropped. Boxing listener, Eddie Barrington, Dusty Mumford, it was a pleasure. We will see you next week. Same time, same channel, new female. You know what it is, man. Peace.